0: to the edition podcast. And this is not just an ordinary edition episode of the edition podcast. It is the 50th episode of the edition podcast. I've made it this far. You've made it this far. Thank you all for joining me. And for many reasons, there could only be one guest (laughs) on this week's show. It's the 50th episode. New Ted Lasso is out. So welcome back, Kelly Gamont.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a fantastic introduction. Hi, Charlotte. Well, I'm so happy to be here to chat with you about this.
0: Well, it's all kind of your fault. You were on the show it for really the pilot. Is. You've got to front <laughs> up and deal with your own. Pro- you know, take responsibility for what you've done. Really,
1: I do. I did. I, I mean, yeah, I did start texting you. You know, you should really have a podcast. About yeah, this like,
0: thing. So it's kind of me. Yeah, like I get it. The people can blame you. Throw rotten vegetables at yeah. Kelly. It's fine. <laughs> um. So here we are. Teddy's back. Yes, third and final season. Third, Right, can we deal with this third and final season first? Because while I'm like blowing smoke up my own butt that I made it to 50 podcast episodes, we do need to slightly deal with one of my big journalistic failings. Because I had the story that this was a three season arc. Yes. Two and a half years ago. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I interviewed Bill Lawrence. It was published in September 2020 originally. Um, I interviewed him when we were both at the Mac Observer. It was a yes. very enjoyable conversation. He was a delight to talk to. And he told me that this was pitched and designed as a three season arc. And we'd only just yes. got confirmation of the second season. I did not make mm-hmm. that the big headline. I hid it in the middle of the story. And now everyone's suddenly realised, like, I've seen Hannah Waddingham be asked this question on US late night TV about the third (laughs) season. Like I've heard it It was on BBC radio on Saturday morning. (laughs) Not one person realizes that I broke this story three years ago. And like, it's 99% (laughs) my fault. And I'm absolutely, I don't miss many. Yeah. But I think I slightly fired a blank on this one. Anyway, I'm claiming credit now. You should. Cause it's right there. And go on. I'm going to let you off the leash. (laughs) <laughs> what did you think of this we fa- we're got only so two things first of all we're only yes. going to talk about the opening episode because yes you will have seen you may well have watched the second episode by the time you listen to this podcast kelly and i have not seen it we've not but there are, we can't have this conversation without some level of spoilers so if you haven't yes. watched episode one of ted lasso season three press pause on this podcast rejoin us in 45 minutes right we'll wait it's fine we'll still be here <laughs> yes. kelly come on go
1: I really enjoyed it. I think it gave us a lot of what we've come to expect from the the people that we got to interact with. Um, I'm a little I'm a little frustrated in that I really wish we had gotten like the first two episodes initially. And I know that that makes like the amount of time I get to enjoy having a new episode of Ted Lasso like decreases by a week if they do that. But um, I felt a bit like this episode was incomplete in sort of getting. The checking in done with everything and so now I feel like the second episode is going to not deal with Nate and Ted we're going to get off into some other things and then come back to that for episode three and I really want to get a feel a better feel for that dynamic like right away so um, I really enjoyed it I liked uh, getting to see Rupert in sort of his native habitat hmm. uh, I guess layer is probably we'll the, correct, minute. the correct word Um yeah, and uh, and I, I liked the the setup and you know, um get you know, checking in with everybody, seeing where everybody's at right now, how all of this works, um and and sort of seeing, you know, seeing where we are after season two, you know, after some time has passed because Keeley's back from you know, Keeley's already working, Roy is back from the the extended vacation that he took at the end of season two. Um, I mean, hopefully he went and uh, we're getting to see kind of where everybody's at now. And, and we've sort of plot, you know, stuck everyone in place to see where they're going to go from here. And, and uh, I'm, I, I got all the kinds of stuff that I liked out of it. If you didn't like Ted Lasso before, it's not like it's completely different now. And if you Uh, liked Ted Lasso before, this is more of the things that you like and maybe don't like about what we got in the previous two seasons.
0: Um. So I agree with a lot of what you said. I thought almost the entire episode was set up, not substance. Yes, there was a little bit, but really, yeah. look, we get some, we, we get some
1: headlines, but we didn't really get any. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was all, it was almost all set up. We knew, like as I put in my review. There's, we got the indications of Ted's family troubles. He's quirky and charming. We get the classic, we got that wonderful press conference moment that was the, you know, repetit again. That's the motif that came back. The other motif, the biscuits remain. Apparently, uh, the uh, actor that plays Jamie Tart uh, said on radio, on BBC Radio on Saturday, apparently, those have to be. Disgusting sugar free biscuits because she has to eat so much of them that they made them sugar- they, she, oh. they just her. I oh, know, sorry. Oh. To her. Well, anyway. it is a
1: tribute to her acting that she still acts like they're delicious, yeah, definitely. So, oh, um,
0: so yes, we got all those nice bits. Uh, yeah. some of the bits that have always annoyed me were there. The football <laughs> depictions are not very accurate, <laughs> no, some of it isn't very accurate, you know, um, but you know, some of it's very clever. I think the Deal with the Premier League, as I said in my uh review, has made a big difference. Like they're properly using the London Stadium, which is West Ham's actual stadium, it's the Olympic Stadium. Um, mm-hmm. with and the you know, Nate is in proper West Ham kit, his players are in West Ham kit. I'm not quite sure why they're training at the London Stadium as opposed to the West Ham Training Centre, but anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, so all of that stuff was the good and bad of it. I just didn't feel like we really got anywhere. Yeah. Um The other thing, it was it was set up
1: like you know we had to kind of check in and see where everybody's at. I think so. Yeah, I think that's part of what frustrated me about it is because for the most part, this is a show that is very efficient. I I don't want to say efficient, effective with the time that it gets for the storytelling that it does. Like we don't ever sit around and go, "Nothing happened in this episode." Like every episode is not necessarily self-contained, but like there's a lot that that advances in every episode whether okay. it's the main plot that we're talking about or like little things it's not like there's an episode they never suffered from netflix syndrome of this really should have been two episodes shorter of a season than they gave us you know
0: no but i do think they're suffering from this episode should have been 15 minutes shorter i yes. do not think any episode it should have been two episodes i don't this, think this opener yeah no episode of tad Leso needs to be longer than 30 minutes um like the, I'll I give think- you
1: 35 you know maybe like for mm. for something but but in this like I think that's part of why this felt incomplete to me yep. is because it feels like it's two episodes of storytelling because we get to the end Nate drives away in the car and then we yeah. have a whole nother sequence after that and I'm like wait I
0: yeah how, I was term-
1: more show so it felt a bit It felt a bit odd in that way, which is, I think, part of why I feel like it was an incomplete episode. Even though it was 45 minutes, I feel like maybe this should have been... There should have been 10 minutes more of storytelling in this first episode should have been split
0: in half. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I thought there was also, what, four, five, at least, storylines going on? Yeah. We don't need that. Like, you see Ted Ted, and obviously the family troubles continuing, and we get a hint that the his ex-wife has a new partner yes that's just in the first three minutes yeah um then
1: i think that all happens before the credits i think but most of it does i think we've seen that
0: the boyfriend a little bit after um then we have dr sharon hooking up with some very handsome guy
1: yes go dr sharon that was quite a headline
0: (laughs) well played dr sharon there we go played we then have all the stuff around everyone thinking Richmond are going down again. Yes. We then have, with all the like knock-on effects of that, plus Keeley's job. Then we find out Roy and Keeley are not together anymore. Mm-hmm. Already got to five. You don't need to do that in one episode. It's too much. It's a bit messy, isn't it?
1: It's a bit, yeah. And I think I think that comes from trying to maybe fit everything into the third season you know we get like we get 10 episodes we've seen this before with show with a lot of streaming shows where um uh we get episodes that are a bit longer in the in the the later seasons or like the final season like to get it the the back the back half to get everything to get everything done that they want to do yeah i would rather they had just had an extra episode and split this in half and that would have yeah i i I
0: think probably a bit better
1: so but but I did like it and all of the things that, like you said, you know, all the things that, that I liked about Ted Lasso initially um, and seeing them evolve too. Like that was part of what was was kind of fun was Ted walks in, sets the biscuits on Rebecca's desk and she says, no rhyming salutation. Is everything okay? Yes. And like, you know, she absolutely knows what to expect. And I, I did appreciate that. And I liked uh, I liked those pieces of it that that showed that like this is a group that has been together for a while and they do know each other better than they used to and they all and they're all getting along and they're all on the same side and you know trying to get something done and that's it's going to be interesting to watch that continue to unfold. I,
0: I think for all my criticisms of the episode, what they are doing nicely just about is keeping the stuff we like about Ted Lasso, like the joke with the biscuits, the no. Higher, you know the kind of uplifting moments at the press conference the quirky way to train the players when he takes them down the sewage system yeah. all of that stuff they're ju- they're keeping that whilst mm-hmm. also trying to move it on my concern yeah. is that they're it's not there were some laugh out loud bits but I'm worried it's ta- and I said this to you with season two I think yeah they're taking themselves a bit seriously aren't they I think in spots, but I also think there's um, there's also
1: spots that aren't. Like when Ted starts making jokes about himself, he says at one point, you know, "and my panic attacks," and like drags it out in front of everybody, you know, to just kind of remind. And you know, I know that that's partly a reminder for the audience, you know, remember that he was, you know, having some meltdowns or whatever. But I also appreciated that, you know, like. All bets were off, kind of, with the little with the 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 firing match, you know, between the two of them, and yeah, and I I like, I know there's a whole podcast in just talking about that relationship and how it unfolded in this single episode between. But Ted we're gonna and come a. on
0: to that. Yeah. But I want to just deal first because one of the bits I thought was really clever and possibly overlooked mm-hmm. was the pseudo Rocky. Ted getting ready for work after he's come back from the airport moment which I thought was really nice because he goes and it was a really good bit of acting from Jason Sudeikis actually to be fair he goes from being slightly miserable separated father to Ted Lasso the quirky upbeat coach yes with a snippet of his moustache yeah really I thought that was really nicely done yeah, and I uh, really
1: liked how it we used the conversation, the phone call with Sharon, as the over it to to show what's yeah. happening and to also see a little bit about her as well. I like, I liked that that we got uh, an appearance from her, even though she's not actively part of the team at the moment. You know, like she's still yeah. well. That on was also quite. That was scene. quite
0: funny. Where he guesses she's working with the rugby team. That was quite funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, all of that's good. My constant gripe about. The English characters using Americanisms will remain forevermore, but we're gonna move on because (laughs) what was the
1: what was the offence in this one? Because I wasn't sure. Oh,
0: there was a there was a couple in uh, like in some of the exchanges between them. Oh, okay. The one that really got me was referring to the squad as a roster, which no one in English football would ever, 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 ever do. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Okay. That was the one that really got me. Um, Okay. We've got to talk about Nate. We do. Nate the Snake. There's obviously. There's a lot going on there. He's obviously not happy like he thought he could or should be. Obviously he hasn't no. there's all the whole difficult thing with his family, not he's still not made them proud and all of that. The text message and his the... dad.
1: I mean his mom is his mom is supportive, but he's sort of choosing to overlook that because yeah. there's somebody that's not. And I think there's he, a lot. That's,
0: there's, there's a lot that's of his issues.
1: perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. There's he's issues. kinda
0: Yeah. The spitting thing still makes me feel gross, but anyway. It's um, weird. Well, and, you uh, know, the the thing that struck me about that is that I think,
1: and I mean, and this is just, you know, a little bit of, you know, maybe projection because I'm trying to put thoughts in his head, but it feels like he thinks he's doing the thing that Rebecca showed him how to do by, you know, when she, in that moment, you know, make yourself big and is helping him get the good table at the restaurant and all that. And he turns that into like, you know, in... Initially, he's like spitting in the mirror at the reflection of himself. He doesn't have a mirror under the table there when he goes to tie his shoe. But um, it's the same sort of vibe of that. And, you know, he's taken that in and sort of twisted it into something. You know, you don't spit on somebody when you're trying to encourage them, you know, if, you know, whether it's yourself or not, you know, that's kind of not the move, you know, to to make somebody feel good about themselves. So I thought it was kind of interesting that um, that that's what he went back to. And uh I'm it was also interesting to sort of see that Nate is still the same. Like he's kind of and that's the whole point. His surroundings have changed, but he's still in the same place. He only feels good about himself when Twitter feels good about him. He uh, only feels good about himself when other people tell him that you know he's doing a good job. Like he feels pretty good in front of
0: Rupert, you know, and 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 that was the whole whole point with the car car as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um But I thought everything around... And this was my big criticism of the episode. Mm -hmm. Basically everything, including the Nate storyline, all feels very signposted. Like, these are my predictions. And I'm confident that if you come back on after the end of the season finale, I'm going to be right about quite a lot of these. So...
1: If you invite me, I will be happy to do so. So,
0: there is clearly going to be a huge clash you know there's going to be a match that will be season defining and it will be between West Ham and Richmond it will either decide if Richmond go down if West Ham win the title Lull talking of football inaccuracies um and you know that is clearly happening there's (laughs) obviously going to be some confrontation as well between uh Nate and Ted of so because they're both the, managers now, and obviously now, so, yeah. between Rebecca and uh, Rebecca and Rupert, we've also got yes. the whole Keely and Roy are obviously going to get back together. We're not ending the season. I don't know. So I'm we'll
1: not behave. convinced.
0: So I'm, I-
1: I'm I'm not trying to be contrary, and I'm honestly not convinced. Like I don't know what's going to happen with them. It doesn't feel. Will they? Won't they? It just like I I honestly don't know. So maybe they will. Or maybe they will both decide, like, you know, I learned a bunch about myself from this, and that's what I'm taking with me. So here's how I think it's going. We're not going to get back together. Genuinely
0: don't know. I mean, if they did, I'd be happy. I think there's going to be a uh, Jamie-Healy reunion, if I can put it so delicately on a family show. (laughs) And then I suspect Roy's going to find out about this. But then in the end, I think Roy and Keely are going to end up together. Because even at the end of this episode, Roy was like, I don't really know why we broke up yeah so that is what's going to happen all right um I think that's most of my predictions for the season what are yours go on and my point is that I've delivered that all from just watching the first episode yeah and I think stuff that's in the trailers but like basically from the first episode
1: yeah there's no there's no secret to any of that um We know that there's going to we we've known there was going to be a showdown with West Ham since season two, even before Nate put on a different work uniform. We knew that was coming because we knew Rupert sort of like sort of bought it or, you know, I don't remember what the deal was. You know, it's it's new Rebecca's. Actually, or, you know, some I don't remember what the technicality was, but. um, uh, We knew that was coming from the moment they played darts. You know that that there was going to be a showdown between between the two of them. Now, what we didn't know is that Nate was going to be the manager of the team when Rupert and Rebecca yeah. have this showdown. Oh, here's um,
0: here's my other but, prediction. Yeah. Do we think Nate makes it to the end of the season at West Ham? Is he coming back home? Does it end with him back at Richmond? That I don't know. Because the thing is
1: would he feel like he was like he wasn't happy there so he has to he would have to go on a uh what I feel like is a much longer journey than a single season in order to be like you know they were actually they actually really liked me and respected me and wanted me there and Rupert only wants me because I'm good with zingers yeah and how you know I have a good tactical mind but otherwise i'm i'm useless as a player like you know nobody there likes me and you know it's nice to have work friends so i want to go back to the place where i'm appreciated you know like yeah. that oh, feels I've... like a lot for a
0: single season it could well be uh the other thing that's clearly going to happen i think we know this because the actor whose name is getting announced it on twitter we're obviously going to get a big name superstar signing for richmond oh of course which i think is happening probably in You probably have seen it by the time you listen to this episode or probably happens in episode two. But as I say, I haven't seen episode two, so we don't know. Um, So all that's coming. And I have to say, I also think the acting has remained pretty fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah. They're
0: they're like, to be fair to them, they've kept at it. And it's, you know, it's a pretty high calibre cast that it's doing. I think the acting is kind of holding it together. I love, love the Rebecca and Keeley dynamic, the kind of sisterhood between them. Bingo, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying all that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What, there, what other bits kind of stood out for you? Uh,
1: I liked, you, you know, we got all the same stuff. Ted is still making references that people in the UK simply don't get, which I was really entertained by him being on a roll and then making the baseball joke and the entire room <laughs> fell silent. Yeah. It
0: was really fun to watch that
1: kind I of slowly some-
0: unfold all my criticisms. There were a couple of quite good laugh-out-loud moments. Yeah, and i i did I did enjoy
1: that very much. I liked um, I liked watching Jamie continue to evolve. The moment when mm. he tells everybody it's just pooper huh? uh, was really funny. And you know, sorry, I what swear was that? Sorry,
0: sorry, you're not getting away with that accent on my show.
1: I really, it was terrible, and I know it, and I'm absolutely hundred percent. I lie. feel like sometimes his accent gets thicker when it's really funny. So he's
0: he is I think this we but, all know. He's not Mancunian. The character I believe is meant to be from Manchester and he yeah. very much is not the actor
1: yeah I've heard him I've heard him speak in other places, and those yeah. are not accents that line up but um it was it was fun to watch him stop using his position on the team
0: for evil like yeah he's really bought into the head. Yeah. Gotten a
1: bit well, he's gotten a bit more mature and like an ounce of self-awareness, which I think is nice. I mean, you know, obviously he's Jamie is still Jamie. You know, there's the moment in the sewer when they're when he's like, you know, if you're running low on confidence, borrow some from Jamie. And, you know, completely legit. And so that part was was fun to watch. And it was nice to see that, you know, everybody is still very who they are. Uh you know, it's not like we all still went away for Roy a little while and everyone's at completely yeah. different. Yeah. Um, Roy is still Roy, which I also, you know, like, I will always have, Roy will always be my favorite. Yeah.
0: Let's look ahead a bit. Yeah. Because we've said, and I said it three freaking years ago, that this is (laughs) the end of the arc. Like, no one's making, they all keep saying that Jason Sudeikis needs to lie down in a dark room for a bit, um, which I can imagine. Because we did hear a bit of our production dilemmas and troubles and it all going on far longer than it was meant to. Yes. But anyway, we've got to it. Season three now exists. Yes. Um, So really, what happens next? And I don't believe in any way that, uh, and I wrote this in a newsletter, that Apple TV Plus are going to kill the Ted Lasso golden goose. This is not... Like, it's not happening. So, the conclusion we can draw is surely spin-offs. Yeah. Depending on how this season ends, you can see Mm. arguments for a Jamie Tart spin-off, Keely and Roy having a Mm spin-off, maybe even Nate having a spin-off, depending how that circles around. Yeah. Like, you you can see how there's opportunities for that. That probably don't involve Jason Sudeikis quite so much, and he could have a break. Yeah, yeah. I that's surely how it's going to go, isn't it?
1: I think so. Um, the thing I'm curious about is whether it's going to be full spin off things, or we're going to get an occasional, uh, like movie length something. You know, we get an hour and a half of Ooh. here's here's, you know, like a series of those, right? Like not a season of a show, but like here's. Uh, you know, Jamie moves on and and is amazing and, you know, has this new thing. And so we get a movie about, like, you know, kind of checking in where he's at. And then, you know, he pops up in the next thing, which is, you know, whoever that is. And we get sort of focused on a particular person and maybe we get, like, you know, three or four of those or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, Um, many of the lead characters you could justify being the center of their own uh, series. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. Rebecca, Hannah Waddingham could obviously do that.
1: Oh, yeah. So I think all of service. them could. You know, the, the capability of, from virtually the, anyone.
0: Is yeah, there, many yeah. of the key characters, it would work. Yeah. Um, The idea of a movie worries me. <laughs> it just worries me. Because, like, if we're worried about 45 minutes episodes, I don't know how you get through 90 minutes plus. True. But, yeah.
1: But it's also, like, a three-episode arc, and then we just put it all out at once, as opposed to... yeah. An entire season, so like on an economy of scale, you know, three of those would be like doing a season of the show, you know. So that's sort of why I think it might it might work that way.
0: One thing I'm willing to put quite significant amounts of money on is holiday specials.
1: I certainly this is my fondest wish.
0: There's no way we're having Christmases without some form of Ted Lasso content for a while. They're gonna they're clearly gonna do that, aren't they?
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. So that's gonna happen. I
1: blurted, I blurted out the other day. That I can't believe that I can't buy a Richmond FC Apple Watch band. This still baffles <laughs> me. It's not a thing. I need it to be a thing.
0: Oh, you? Yeah. If I say it for enough, it'll be true. For listeners that don't know, Kelly is the person that buys the Ted Lasso merch. Um, I obviously have strong opinions about m- merchandise from a team that doesn't exist and that I don't support. But anyway, yes, that is Kelly. Um, before we wrap up
1: I mean how unofficial are they if they're in FIFA it's a fair point I haven't had a chance I haven't had a chance
0: to play with them on FIFA yet but yes Um, I saw a clip uh, of Brett Goldstein who plays Roy Kent talking about the FIFA thing and he said he keeps being beaten by his was it nephew nephew yeah at FIFA and so got sick of it and just played him as Roy Kent scored as Roy Kent and hollered in his nephew's face which yeah. is <laughs> nice. i didn't see
1: that that he was like yeah on screen roy kent is going yes and i was right next to him going yes and exactly I that, yeah um but i think we i would pay like... a not insignificant amount of money to let brett goldstein kick my butt in fifa as roy kent that would be amazing
0: <laughs> oh dear your fantasies are strange um let's talk <laughs> just before we wrap up this conversation yes about where this all leaves apple tv plus because I don't believe for one minute that anyone <laughs> at Apple TV Plus believed this was going to be the show that made them super huge. I they just thought it was the morning it. show. They thought it was the morning show. They thought it was going to be uh, For All Mankind. For All Mankind, yeah. They no way thought, the we've said this on podcast before, but they no way <laughs> thought that the show with the random character from the NBC advert from six years ago, whatever it was, mm. was going to be the hit. Yeah. But it is.
1: And it feels and a bit like been. sometimes they don't know what to do with it, but it. But in the run up to season three, like there were ads on broadcast television. Yep. For uh, there were ads on newspapers like that, so. here.
0: But so yeah. what happened? That's my thing: is where when this ends, mm-hmm. when this season ends, and we yes. don't know what's happening next. Mm-hmm. What does Apple TV Plus do? There's some great shows on there. You know, I'm a yeah. huge fan of Mythic Quest. There's some yes. movies. There's good movies and all that kind of no, stuff. There's some- Oscar. By the way, the the best animated short is uh the is on Apple TV Plus. Yes, and it was on the BBC. They obviously picked up the best movie Oscar uh, last time around for Coda. Yes, like, but like what where... straight up best it's... picture? Yeah, yeah. But in terms of best, you know, getting people coming back for a subscription week after week, yeah, they're mm-hmm. gonna have to think about this now. Yeah. Well, and I mean, part of it is
1: you know, the same thing that that we talked about before, you know, getting a bunch of getting a wave of a fundamentally kind TV show in the midst of the pandemic when everyone was sitting home and starting to unravel a little and go a little stir crazy and all that kind of stuff, like having that little ray of sunshine in the midst was
0: but they they, and we may get spin offs six months, twelve months, eighteen months down the line. Correct. But there there is gonna be a gap and Yes. Apple needs a hit a big hit again. And that's now- yes.
1: the thing well, not so much a big hit as much as something that everybody's talking about. Like Correct. even if people don't have T V plus, if you say Ted Lasso to them, they have a vague awareness of like what that is. Yeah. And I don't know that there's another show now because we're so far removed from the morning show, and when that was the thing that a lot of people were talking about, I don't know if you can say that about any other program but also on there right now. The morning except...
0: show was awful; <laughs> it was an absolute yeah. mess.
1: It was not great, um, but the the um like with with shrinking, I'm hearing a, i I've heard a lot of people mm. talk about it that they really enjoy it. I think having Harrison Ford in it is probably not doing anybody any harm. Well, um, I mean,
0: who have we got there? We've got um, Harrison Ford. Uh, what's his get from that 70s show Jason Siegel, Harrison Jason Ford Segal, yeah um like there's
1: there's I I've I've watched a, I, I got like partway through the first episode and I think my mom called so and I didn't get to go back I
0: haven't
1: caught up on it yet but it's definitely a show I want to watch um I really hope that the next season of Acapulco gets a lot of attention yes, because you, I think it's a show that. that everyone is sleeping but, on and every time I beg someone to watch it they are so happy that they did this
0: is the problem nothing is breaking through shrinking might be because of the caliber of the cast. Right. That might. And because it's, again, it's a comedy. Yes. They might get that right. Yes. But like they're trying to put up the morning show against succession. It's not happening. Like people love all mankind, but it never broke through. Yeah. Uh, People who loved it,
1: loved it. I just don't think there's a whole lot of those people. And that's, you know, and generally with, with something like this, like, yeah. Ted Ted Lasso was the kind of success I think they wanted for something that felt a little more prestigious than a, yeah. a comedy based on a character from a commercial from a long time ago. So, yeah, uh, you know, you'll notice it, that it says from the minds behind Ted Lasso on yes, a lot it of the did. stuff around shrinking, shrinking um, that. which I think probably is not also not hurting it in any way. No. So I think depending, like depending on what happens with shrinking um, as it progresses, I think that might be one. Um, that that makes a change because a lot of the the stuff that people rely on as being the prestigious shows are all the dramas. It's your Succession, which is horrible rich people being horrible to other horrible rich people, and but also it, the best thing
0: know, on TV, which is I'm,
1: great. but I'm you know, so it's it, it, it's for. something I can't I can't binge it. Like you know, that's that's not a binging show.
0: I um, oh, strong yeah. disagree, but we'll discuss that off. Air. <laughs>
1: I I can't because like my tolerance for horrible people being horrible to other uh, horrible people sometimes disagree. is a little is is not quite there. Um,
0: but like but I, actually, I sorry think you made that, a there's a yeah. really good point here because what's on Apple TV Plus is bingeable. A lot of it is, uh, yes. and they've slightly done they've done it deliberately, and other streaming services have done this deliberately that they release episodes now weekly so people aren't doing like a free trial watching a whole binging a whole season and disappearing like mm-hmm. that's happening
1: but it also but... keeps people talking about it because and that's if the... you give us all of the mandalorian at once yeah. people talk about it for a week and if you give people the mandalorian once a week for two months you get two months worth of people going
0: How do you come on? or whatever can i just say i'm so proud of you You've done half an hour of this show and only just mentioned The Mandalorian. You've really evolved. <laughs> I'm truly so proud we'll talk, of
1: you. We'll talk about it off air. It's because we started with Ted Lasso, which you know yeah. because we'll of her thing that around. I love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot to watch out. It's obviously the show and the se- people will enjoy the show and the season, and that's gonna go on. But I think there yeah. is a big thing to watch in the six, nine months, even three months, frankly, to come post ted lasso season three of what yeah. happens and fills the gap on apple tv plus and no doubt i will write about it over at the addition.substack.com and we'll probably talk about it on this podcast too kelly thank you so much for rejoining me for episode 50
1: thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here and help you celebrate 50 episodes i'm very excited that there are 50 episodes for people listening. i know
0: here's to the next 50 now where Absolutely. can people keep up with you and your troublemaking <laughs>
1: Uh, I am generally rab- rabble rousing over on Mastodon these days. You can find me as verso at mastodon.social, and you can occasionally find me Tuesday evenings East Coast time on Mac Voices Live, over at macvoices.com, and I occasionally appear on In Touch with iOS with David Ginsberg talking about the latest and greatest in things for your pocket
0: devices. And uh, yeah, for now that's pretty much it. Very good. Well we will keep up with you there um and i'm at charlotte a henry on the twitters um obviously if you're listening as i will say if you're listening to this within substack you know where the newsletter is too so share it encourage your friends to sign up uh if you can also listen to the show wherever you normally listen to your podcasts i'll see you for episode 51